Hi, and welcome to our podcast, Thin Within on the Go. I'm Heidi Bilesma Epperson, one of your hosts and the owner and lead coach of the thinwithin.org ministry. And I'm Christina Motley, also a host and a Thin Within coach, and also Heidi's partner in all things Thin Within. And we are so excited to invite you into this new episode of our podcast, Thin Within. Today we're going to tackle the topic of being busy and can a person really be too busy to experience victory in Thin Within? Yeah. You know what, Heidi, I just looked at the time and I got to go. <laughs> just kidding. You know what? This is something that we hear all the time. All and the time. I have to admit that it was me too years ago. So this is kind of what it looks like. I have so much going on. You guys have no idea what my <laughs> life looks like. I have so many people to take care of, so many responsibilities. My job has been crazier than ever. I'm actually doing two people's positions at this point. I am so overwhelmed. My husband is a full-time job on his own. (laughs) I have kids. I have all these things. And And horses and dogs and cats and chinchillas and... I have fields and commitments that cost a pretty sum. Have you ever sang that song? (laughs) Pray hold me, excuse I cannot come. (laughs) Oh, I have heard this song. Busy, busy, dreadfully busy. Busy. Much, much too busy for you. For you. That's Veggie Tales. Yes. So there you have it. Busyness. Just in case my husband ever listens to this podcast, That was not you that I was talking about. (laughs) All right. So let's straighten up and fly right now. Let's talk about this issue of, do we have not enough time in order to do thin within well? Mm -hmm. What would you say to the person who says that? I don't. Well, the first thing I'm usually thinking of, if, if I can, anybody Anybody can. can, well, and to be honest with you, if I can be quite frank. When somebody says this to me, I have a tendency to think in the back of my mind, uh-huh, that's a smoke screen. Yes. It's it's what I'm going to put out there to excuse myself from having to work at this. And it is it is work, but it it can be life-giving work. It's good work. It's so good. It well, is. and then I think about, okay, let's be real. So let's let's think back to our dieting days. Oh, how gosh. Do much? I have to? Well, I know I don't want yeah. to either. But let's just think for a minute and be real. How much time did I spend measuring and weighing and agonizing over what I was measuring and weighing and charting and graphing and comparing other charts and graphs from previous months to this month's and yes. then dividing by the coefficient of cross multiplication and yeah, cross multiply and divide doesn't work to make it a better number. No. And then <laughs> after we spend all the time doing that and researching and looking up recipes, calling specialists to help us with this. And then how much time was I spending in my mind? Mind. Yes. 
condemning myself, berating myself, beating up myself, um, you know, becoming completely owned by my failure. I mean, how much time did that take me in a day? Really being real. Right. What about you, Heidi? A lot, a lot. Well, I know in my case, it, it, there were books I was reading. There were magazines I was reading all consuming. It took up my emotional energy. It took up my physical time as well. You know, the time that I spent, but also, oh, so much in my mind. And the thing that I found freeing about Thin Within, I mean, sure. When I first started, one of the things that was most freeing was that I didn't have to worry about rules and lists of good foods and bad foods because those take time to pay attention to, you know, you're getting out your little, I've done that too. Back in the day of dieting, I would get out my little counter and, you know, Mm -hmm. do all the totaling up of this or that, or the other thing. But one of the things that was most freeing for me was I didn't have to do that anymore. So actually time was freed up. Yes. Um, I would spend so much time just looking for the next diet because I was so terrible at dieting, which I've mentioned many times. Um, so it wasn't like I had just one that I was trying to stick to all the time. I would fail one and then spend hours and hours researching to find the next one, fail that one, and then spend hours and hours again, looking for the next one or the next book or whatever it was, you know, magazines back then, that kind of a thing. Um, Right. And even now, I think a lot of people do that. They spend a lot of time researching Mm -hmm. and I don't think many of us even realize how much time is spent on that. So, uh, one of the things we encourage people to do when they come to thin within is be cognizant of, are you clicking on that link in your Facebook? You know, when you're looking at Facebook or Instagram, are you following a story? You know, how much time is that actually taking, um, to do that? And is that a door you want to close? both to free up time, but also so that you're not having any alternative ideas undermine your thin within freedom. Yeah. I remember, I remember so well being in the checkout line of grocery stores and I was drawn like a magnet to those magazines that had success stories of weight loss and they would have before and after pictures. And I was like drawn, you know, like a mosquito to the, to the, <laughs> to the bug zapper, <laughs> the bug zapper. like I could not, not look. And actually, when I think back, my mom was really drawn to those too. And she would bring them home. And we had them when I was growing up, we had those magazines and all those stories um, in our home. That was a huge time spender. And what was I what was I filling my mind with? Yeah. What, what, yeah. And also when I think about all the time that I spent thinking, I mean, that's, we don't really think about that. We don't think about the time that we spent the mental energy, Mm -hmm. which leads to emotional energy, which leads to physical energy, but we don't think about it that much. It's like, What am I spending my day thinking about? Another thing that required a lot of time was to prepare the meals and cut up things and store things on shopping for things that were on the diet or whatever it might be. I needed to invest time in doing that. And I mean, there's a lot of time. A lot of time. A lot of time. Mm -hmm. And then 
Another thing I spent a lot of time on was charting and graphing my weights and my measurements of my body. Yes. And I, I literally would create these graphs and I didn't have a computer program to do that. I did it by hand. So I would draw the Y axis and the X axis, and I would put the oh dates along the bottom and the weights along the side. And I would it was a, it was, I would plot where am I on this day and how much have I lost? And, and then the calories or the points I would also, I mean, there was a lot of time wrapped up in that a lot. And then I would compare the two graphs to see, is there a relationship between fewer calories and a few less weight? (laughs) How much, what is the proportion and how do they, how's the ratio work out? Yes. Oh my gosh. I made those graphs also by hand, but this is what I would do, Heidi. If the next point wasn't where I wanted it to be, I wouldn't write anything. And then I would wait until it moved to be where I wanted it to be. And then I would just somehow, I just totally manipulated. It wasn't even accurate at all. Anyway, another one that I'm thinking of And this is, again, in my mind, because that's really where most of the time was spent for me, not engaged with my family or my job like I should have been present. Well, that's just it. Isolated. Yeah, I should have been present. But instead, I was comparing, comparing myself. I remember when the kids were little, I was really at my heaviest back then when the kids were little. And I would go to some kind of a function where there were all the moms and kids like at the playground, or maybe it was a music class, or I'm trying to think we had some kind of a movement trampoline type class or something. And I would go and I seriously, I would spend the entire time in my mind, comparing myself to the other moms. Mm. Am I bigger? Am I smaller? What should I have worn this? How do I look? What are they thinking of me? Mm. I mean, that's so sad. It's so torturous. I did that for years. Okay. So we could probably go on. I'm sure we could, but (laughs) burn the page. We're in a new chapter. We're in a new New epic series. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So what about Thin Within? Does Thin Within take that kind of time? What what is the difference relative to the time investment? What do you think? What What is one thing that you've noticed relative to time and Thin Within? What, what I know for sure, and what I know more and more um, as I walk this journey is that it's not about the food. It's not about my body. It's not about all the things I thought it was about. It's about my relationship with the Lord. And mm-hmm. so what has happened to the time that I spend um, that is focused on thin within type things it's all focused on the Lord. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Well, when we focus on the Lord, that's life-giving, like you said, Heidi. That's where we find peace and freedom and joy. Also conviction Mm -hmm. and gentle leading and teaching for sure. Um, But it's an investment, not just in my body, how I look and what clothes I'm going to wear. It's an investment in my heart, in my soul, in my eternity with the Lord. Yes. What do you think, Heidi? Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and really when I think about it, so many of those things that we just talked about that took our time prior to thin within 
we're not doing anymore. Um, and, and so like, for me, I don't have to worry about cutting up the vegetables or getting the food just right. I, because I, I anything is okay. Nothing is on an, on off limits list mm-hmm. unless God leads me specifically in that way, but nobody else can mm-hmm. give me a list. So I'm not spending a bunch of time, uh, looking for the right food at the grocery store or chopping it up when I get it or whatever it might be. And I'm not doing a whole bunch of research. Now, this is, I think that's, it's one of the areas that we can experience freedom uh, that we are maybe overlook some of us because we want to always know what's going on. What is that new diet? We don't have to do that anymore because we have a way to live that we can sustain a healthy size while we're intimate with God, which is awesome. And we're not fixating on that temporary shell that we live in because it's, it is temporary. And no matter what happens to it, it's temporary, whether it's one size or another, it's always going to change. I mentioned how I spent so much time in my thoughts, um, condemning myself and thinking about myself comparing myself to others. What will I wear? What will cover this lump that I have in the middle here? What is so, so wonderful is that so much of my thought life now and the time that I spend thinking about things, that's my thought life, um, so much of it is focused on gratitude and what is true according to God's perspective. And who are you, Lord? Um, and intimacy with him that's building between us. We are, we've talked so much about renewing our minds um, with God's thoughts, and that is life giving. Focusing my thoughts on the Lord changes the way I make decisions. It changes the way I look at myself. It changes the way it changes my relationships it changes everything. What are some of the things that we spend time in within within? What are some of the things we spend time doing that are life-giving and that are really an investment in our heart and soul? Everything I do in Thin Within is life-giving. No, the truth is Thin Within takes so much less time. Thin Within blesses me by being life-giving. And one of the ways it does this is it doesn't demand that I spend time doing things that fixate my attention on externals, like looking at the food in detail, looking at the packaging in detail, trying to chop up just the right amount of whatever's on the right list. And I don't have to do a bunch of research. I basically can just, as far as the food goes, I can just enjoy a just right size portion of any food I choose when I'm hungry. Mm -hmm. And I find that place of just enough and I move on. And so Mm -hmm. as far as the food and manipulating the food, I don't do that anymore. So time is freed up. And that's just one of the ways that it blesses me so much. So let's go back for a minute in my, in my experience um, to when I first learned to renew my mind, when I first came to you, Heidi, for coaching, yes, I was at a very desperate place. I know that I've shared this before. I was completely hopeless. I had turned Thin Within into a diet and had been trying to check off the boxes and follow the rules for quite a few years. And Heidi, I know you did that as well. Oh, it's exhausting. 
Yeah, it's exhausting. It's it's interesting to me that we both had that experience. When I came to you, I was pretty much ready to do anything that you thought I should do because <laughs> um, I knew that you were the only person that I could find that had come to the other side of this issue. You had found freedom and you were basically living my dream. <laughs> you really were. When I clicked on that video of you on the Thin Within website, um, I thought, this is it. She has it. <laughs> I want it. <laughs> How do I get there? How do I find peace with food and eating? Um, and I remember thinking, okay, let's do this. Whatever she says, I'm going to do. <laughs> I know that sounds silly. It sounds kind no. of shallow, but honestly, no. I had tried everything, everything. Else, including nutritionists and counselors and therapists and every diet and all kinds of things. Um, I really had tried. And maybe some of you out there are thinking, that's me. I've tried everything <clears throat> and spent all kinds of time every single day working on all of that. And it just got me nowhere. I was just spinning in circles. And so, um, Heidi, you were my first real introduction to mind renewal, mm. what it means and how it works and how to weave that in to your day-to-day -day life. And yes, my first thought was, I don't have time for this. Mm. So at the time, I had my mother-in-law living upstairs. She was very sick and she was um, in hospice care. <clears throat> I was um, caring for her and we had nurses and therapists and people coming in and out with the hospice care. That was a very, very challenging. I mean, that yeah. took a lot of my time. Then yeah. I also had a job. I was teaching in, in the neighborhood school, K through five. That was very, very busy. I actually had two roles at the time. So I had to do planning for two different roles. I, all of my kids were at home at the time. They were all school age. We were, I was driving them places. They had activities, helping them with homework, um, making meals, all the things you do to take care of a family, um, a wonderful husband, a marriage that I was trying to keep up with all of this going on. And then my own parents living across town who had some of their own needs as right. well. So it was one of the busiest seasons of my entire yeah, life. I remember. I started <clears throat> and I thought, okay, Lord, if this is something you want me to do, which 100% I knew it was, I said, you're going to, I'm going to put this in your, in your court, basically to show me when and how to manage this with my incredibly busy life. Mm -hmm. um, now my life has not been as busy as that all the time since then. It was definitely one of the most intense busy seasons of my life. I can think of one other um, with my parents and COVID and all of that, that was another one tools at the time. So that was really one of the, the most busy seasons of my entire life. And that's when I started learning and practicing how to renew my mind and really how to surrender everything to the Lord, my emotions, my stress, all the things that had sent me to food before. Mm -hmm. And so at the beginning, I thought, okay, this is going to be really hard to find the time. But like Heidi said, when you are freed up from all of the things that come with dieting, 
all the graphs and the charts and the agonizing and the researching and the measuring and the yeah. all of that all of that falls away um all of that fell away and my focus instead was on renewing my mind with god's truth wow yeah it's yeah. amazing i mean you do you you cleared out that space in your thinking and we're going to think about something and you chose to think on the Lord and what his thoughts are about all of those things that previously you were thinking probably more in line with what the world would say. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Also my thoughts about my size and what the number on the scale said, all of that fell away. I let go of all of that Mm -hmm. um, during that season, when I got started coaching with you, Heidi and you so beautifully taught me how to renew my mind. We only had a few tools at the time. It doesn't really matter how many tools you have as long right. as you're using them. But I was absolutely committed to renewing my mind several times a day, probably five to seven. And that's what I was doing. So my focus was not on, um, you know, let's look at this good and good and bad foods list and figure out what I can eat, or I need to do a special grocery shopping just for me and a different one for my family. None of that was happening. All of that had fallen away. And all that I was doing was focusing on renewing my mind, wallpapering my mind with God's thoughts. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like what it felt like, it actually felt like a gift of time. Yes. Yes. It felt like not only a gift of time, but my, the way that I felt about myself started to change Mm. the way my relationship with the Lord started to deepen. And I, I've been a Christian for a long time. So, you know, I didn't really expect that to be honest. I thought it'd be kind of the same, but it has become deeper and deeper. The Mm. more I focus on his thoughts rather than my own and that that changed my life. It changed everything. And it brought me into that place of freedom where you were living, Heidi. <clears throat> and I should pay you a million dollars. Change me forever. <laughs> ah, no problem. <laughs> just, and that is, I wish that everybody who has any thought of participating in thin within, whether it's in a group by yourself, reading a book, doing the workbook, being on mighty networks with us at thin within.team being in a coaching group, doing one-on-one coaching. I wish everybody knew that the time commitment is it's freed up from leaving dieting, leaving that self-focus, leaving that angst that we play within our heads again and again, thinking about how do I look compared to so-and-so? And and what if I do this instead of that? Will I look this way? What about that outfit? What about this? You know, all of the things Jesus says, don't worry about what you will eat or what you will drink or what you will wear. Mm -hmm. You know, he says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be added to you as well. And we trade not just the time either, because it's not just the time, it's the energy depletion of thinking those thoughts that we're also trading for the life-giving thoughts of thinking God's thoughts after him, of thinking about his good, his glory, his will, his way, the strength that he gives us, his pardon, his provision, his power in our lives. I mean, all of those wonderful things are life giving Mm -hmm. and they all connect to this journey because as I focus on him, 
all these things will be added to me as well. Mm-hmm. All these things, meaning I won't have to worry about what I'm eating, what I'm drinking, because it will be in its proper place. Right. And what I'm going to wear in the closet, that big mountain of clothes that I go through every Sunday before I get to church. It's like, I won't be doing that anymore because I will be experiencing his peace, his thoughts about the clothing choice, <laughs> his thoughts about my hips, his thoughts about whatever it is. Uh, and it's so it's so good. It's good. It's good. It's so good. It's actually freeing. It actually, it frees up our thoughts, which actually frees up time somehow throughout the day. It, it really does. Yeah. Um, and I mean, if you think about it, if we are really thinking God's thoughts after him uh, as many, many times a day and really practicing that, how does that change our relationships? How does that change the way we are at work, the way we right, respond right. to stress. Or our kids that, or our husband or our yeah, friends. Right. Yeah. How, I mean, it really, all of a sudden you see that it it's affecting everything in your life. Right. Um, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It is. It's so good. So that good. Is. We hope that there's something here that's been encouraging to you today, something you can grab a hold of and that you too can recognize that it's not going to deplete your time or deplete your energy as you dive into Thin Within and the mind renewal practices we encourage, you're going to experience a life-giving energy and more time will be available to you to to enjoy life, to enjoy your new thin within life, really. Yes. <laughs> love it. That's so one of our true. minor null tools. Yes. <laughs> it's so true. Anyway, so so thanks for joining us. Thank you for being here. We're so glad you've been here um, on this episode of Thin Within. On, on the go. Go, 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 go. go. <laughs> Bye-bye. I see you next time.